Today on Locked On Rockies, unfortunately, the projections for the Colorado Rockies, they haven't improved all offseason long. And are you really that surprised? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Rockies fans. Welcome to Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the second day of January in the brand new year of 2024. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your day, your day, <laughs> already started off the new year strong. Uh, if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here each and every day. Let's talk about the Colorado Rockies here on the Locked On Rockies podcast, on your favorite streaming services, and on the Locked On Podcast Network and uh, the Lockdown Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. Fire off your Rockies hot takes. Let me know what's on your mind when it comes to Rockies baseball. You can head on over there. It's the easiest way to help the show grow. It's the easiest way to help support the show. And you all showed up and supported big time here last year and uh, hope to continue and hope to keep bringing you uh, uh, the Rockies podcast that you know and love. You can be part of the show just like B Diz the best says most hopeless directionless team in MLB. No identity, nothing to hang your hat on. On the plus side, you guys do have a beautiful ballpark in a beautiful city. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for letting us know. And uh, that's kind of going to be the theme again of the episode. I mean, it's the theme of the offseason. I, I don't think the Rockies conversation can continue without this continued conversation on outlook of the team, reputation, uh, reputation amongst fans, identity. All those things are really, really important. All those things really, really matter. All of those things uh, are, are key points for the for the Rockies fan and the Rockies to be thinking about because today's episode, we're going to talk about how projections continue to put the Rockies as not just a worse, a, a, a bad team in baseball, but the worst team in baseball, the worst team in baseball. And so we're going to dive into that. And, and, and I'm trying to bring in some new stuff. I, I just want to bring up some stats. I want to bring up some fact that there is some genuine surprise from people that have followed this team and people that have been going there on the state of the Rockies, even when you look at them and, and, and when you think of their reputation as well. So we're going to dive into all of that uh, today. Uh, and uh, I got a little tease for you that uh, I will do right after I remind you that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. Um, before we dive into everything, uh, coming up, I believe it's going to be Friday's episode because we're recording tomorrow. I'm uh, hopefully going to have something up for you in the morning. The, this, the week, you know, holidays, everything kind of messes with the schedule and the posting and everything. And I, I, I've been liking getting the up episodes up earlier in the morning for you folks out there. Uh, and it seems like it, it's been more, uh, easy for you guys to listen to as well. So I'm going to try to do that, but coming up 
later in this week. If you missed it on Locked On MLB Prospects, that podcast, Lindsey Crosby, the host, just did a deep dive into the Colorado farm system. We're going to check in with Lindsey. We're going to look into the farm system. So if you have questions, if you have thoughts, if you want to know about a certain prospect, if you want to know about the Rocky, what's going on with the Rockies farm system, get those questions into me. Send them over uh, here on Twitter X uh, at LO Rockies. You can just tweet directly at me if you want to do it or, you know, if you see a tweet that you want to just reply to and be like, hey, I heard on the show, I I got a question. If you are curious, let me know in the comments on this video or in uh, let me know on X there. Just send me a message at uh, LO Rockies. You can tag the personal account as well at Paul Holden 33 if you want me to see it there. So if you have questions about the Rockies farm system, get them into me today because uh, we're going to be recording that episode a little bit ahead of time. So uh, that, that episode will be your Friday episode, I believe. Uh, and uh, we will... Uh, dive all into the farm system. So if you're curious about that stuff, let me know. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Let me know if there's a, sp- a specific prospect you want to hear about uh, and things like that. So uh, there's your there's your homework for uh, today. All right. Uh, I want to start things off here with a tweet from friend of the show, Patrick Lyons. And uh, this is current rankings on MLB.com. This is what Patrick Lyons is, uh, is saying here. Current rankings on MLB.com have the Rockies at 29th out of 30th, 30 teams and worst in the National League. Other NL seller dwellers at 21, Marlins, Giants at 22, Pirates at 26, Nationals at 28. And Patrick says, can't remember Colorado ever starting off a year this far down. And that's a, the, the biggest problem with this, right? With, when we see this stuff, as much as I get... As I want to push back, as much as I want to fight back, as much as I want to get fired up and upset and say, oh, my team, make the, the hardcore argument that the Rockies are the 25th worst team instead of the 30th worst team. It's kind of all just splitting hairs at this point. But the big warning sign I see is that no outlet, no t- nobody focusing in on the Rockies, nobody doing any sort of offseason coverage about the Rockies in, in, in national media scope, is focused on anything outside of basically Nolan Jones. Brenton Doyle gets a little love in there too. I think that's a sign or a signal that you should be really worried about if you are the Rockies front office. There's no talk of exciting youth core, exciting young core that is going to stabilize this. That's not the conversation about the Rockies right now. There's a lot of, I mean, and maybe this is the year that they need to to, to have it. Because, I, I mean, here here's it, plain and simple. The Rockies approach this offseason, the comments from Bill Schmidt at the winter meetings, they're rolling out the same team. And, and so that means unless this team shows, up, so shows us their developmental and coaching abilities, there's no real reason to expect the Rockies to not be one of the worst teams in baseball next year. That's just going off of on paper right now. Because we are hoping for the Rockies to stay healthy. We are hoping for the Rockies to see steps forward from multiple young guys. We're hoping to see the Rockies get returned to performance and 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 change their trajectory performance from players like Chris Bryant. And they're looking at a decimated pitching rotation. So when you're looking at it, 
there's no real reason to be shocked that this team is ranked so so uh, so poorly. But you've been at least been able to lean back on in the past and say the Rockies have strengths in these areas. There's only one area the Rockies right now you can sit there and confidently say that what their strength is and it's defense. And that's the only thing that you can sit there and be confident about because the fact of the matter is this Rockies offense wasn't good last year. It wasn't good when after all when when all the new guys came in either. If this team is going to go out and strike out 10 times a game every single game again, they're going to get crushed. If this team doesn't show the steps of improvement and 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 these players show steps of 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 going forward then what does that say again about the Rockies ability to evaluate talent because that's it's this circles back to me and this is a big question i think we need to ask if 2024 is a repeat of 2023 where do we stand because there is an excuse we can use for 2023 and we're going to dive into that coming up here in segment number two. But before we do that, got to tell you about some of our folks that help make this show possible, and that includes FanDuel. The NFL season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook right now. That right now at FanDuel.com slash locked on, you can get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. And that's win or lose. I know I said at the top, it's got to be win. Guess what? They've updated it. It's win or lose now. All you got to do, place a $5 bet, and you are going to get $150 in bonus bets from FanDuel, win or lose. That's at FanDuel.com slash locked on. The app is super easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays. You can see the bets in the Explore tab. That's a new feature for them. Or you can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, and it's the best way to find the popular parlays. There's more action to check out at FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com. Slash locked on. When you place that $5 bet, you're going to get 150 in bonus bets. Don't forget to make your first bet a layup when you visit fanduel.com slash locked on. Fanduel, the official partner of the NFL. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming services and on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel. Thanking you for making us your first listen of the day and thanking you for making us your Rockies podcast that you like to listen to. I hope that's the case. Your subscription to the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel is the easiest way to help the show grow. And I really, really do appreciate it. Really, really big help. I'm telling you, all, the, the, the amount of help that you do by clicking that button and liking the videos and leaving the comments. Can't be overstated. Uh, before we dive into the excuse that the Rockies have for or for looking at last year and continuing to be optimistic and being able to slide a little bit, uh, before we dive into that, want to let you know that Locked On has launched the first ever 24-7 national sports streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On Plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Okay, so we've been talking about the narrative about the Rockies and how it continues to not be great and how it continues to be uh, basically saying the Rockies are the worst or the second to worst team 
in all of baseball. And 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 I am worried about this moniker. I am worried about this standing. I, I shared Patrick Lyons' uh, sentiment of, boy, I, I don't remember the the Rockies have been bad. The Rockies have been a a, a bad team in baseball. But I this is this really might be the the time where I think the Rockies are are treated as the ultimate bottom of the barrel. Like the worst of the worst when it comes to baseball. The Rockies have, a, have have had a history of being bad, but this I'm I'm saying worst in baseball. The 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 fate that they have found themselves in right now. And last year, when you look at it, it's the 100 losses, but you have some mixed narratives. The first half versus the second half, the injuries and yada 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 yada. But what happens if this year it's the same struggles as last year? What happens if Montero continues to find uh, struggle with consistency? What happens if Nolan Jones is just okay? What happens if Brenton Doyle continues to not be able to hit? What happens if the Rockies continue to be plagued by the lack of, of depth at starting pitcher? Does that change anything? Because last year, what you can at least sit there and say in the second half of the season, you're like, all right, hey, they made some good moves, built up. We get to see what the what the Rockies think of for the future. We get to see a glimpse of the Rockies' development in, in action here. We get to see not just one or two prospects. We're seeing a whole fleet of them. We're seeing a whole bunch of pitchers. We're seeing a whole bunch of players playing in different positions. We're seeing players get their at-bats, yada, yada, yada. So if you run it all back, you don't have those same excuses next year. You can sit there and you can go and say sophomore slump and blah, blah, blah. But that's going to leave me more nervous than this offseason would. Right now, I'm, I'm still sitting in the mindset of being hopeful. I'm still sitting and saying, hey, I think this team, the potential of these young guys is still high. The ceiling is still great. They're young. They're, they got a year of experience under their belt. They're going to go through the grind of a tough season with a tough schedule against tough division opponents. I, I'm encouraged. But if we see a repeat, especially a repeat of the offensive struggles from the Colorado Rockies this year, they're in trouble. They're in big trouble trouble as we heard from bill schmidt this during the winter meetings meetings this year the backup bad backup catcher build the bench yada 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 that's fine if you're a hundred percent confident in your core a hundred percent and that's the that's the message that we're getting that's the that's what the rockies are putting out right now i think with with the the lack of action, the lack of big moves, the lack of 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 uh, of of multiple things is because this the Rockies organization is sitting here saying we got something here, and they need to be allowed the time to to, to see if that that take pays out and, and and pans out. But we're also counting on a team. To help this team, to, to make them reach that potential, to coach and develop them into that potential. And that's the question marks. 
I think I've said this uh, multiple times this offseason. I think I've said it, it. It's one of my main focuses this offseason is I have less question marks and doubts about the young Rockies. I think I, I my mind's pretty made up on some stuff, at least in terms of players that I, I my mind is in the got to see more before we can fully, fully evaluate. Or we've seen a bit and we're getting, a, getting a, a, an understanding of. What I haven't seen is this Rockies coaching staff, this Rockies organization, and front office develop and build to get the most out of their players and build around said players. We talked about payroll. We talked about all these things. Rockies are projected to be, yet again, right in the middle of the pack when it comes to payroll. Middle of the pack. Not not bottom, not, not in the top, not in the bottom. Projected to be one of the worst teams in baseball. If not the worst team in baseball. That's a massive problem. This window, this stretch for the Rockies will truly show and demonstrate their, their abilities to be draft and develop, to be a team that fully is confident in what they're doing and their process. Because the fact of the matter is, if 2024 is a dud, it's going to be incredibly hard to win back the Rockies fan. It's going to be incredibly hard to build up any excitement around this team. And they're already in that moment. But but this season, you again, you get to usher in the transition. But if we get to halfway through next season and the Rockies continue to be a struggling offense that strike out a ton, that aren't getting on base, mixed with a floundering pitching staff, they will earn. Worst in baseball. And I don't, I, 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 if, if it's a step back, then you're not on the two year bounce back plan. Then you're not doing what the two teams that were in the world series did. You're not evaluating properly. You're not building your team properly. And you certainly can't just sink off in anonymity and into the darkness and into nothing and face no questions. Cause, cause this, this has to happen this year. And, 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 and I don't, I'm not in there and, and I'm not there. And, and I, I respect the heck out of all of the baseball people and the journalists. And, and I know there's rules and things to follow, but gosh, darn it. Does this team need to start answering questions about within? Why do you believe in this team? Why did you choose to do to be very inactive during a free agency period with lots of veteran pitchers? I, I'm sorry. I, 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 they need to come up and tell me straight up to my face that we can't get starting pitchers because we can't convince them to come to Colorado. You know what would convince them to come to Colorado? An extra $5 million. You're like, well, that's an extra $5 million. That's crazy. I want a starting pitcher that can go six innings and strike out five people. I'm not asking for something that's crazy. That's the type of stat line that we're that that Rockies fans are pleading for right now. And if this team goes through another 100 loss season, with the vast majority of its position players being prospects and guys they've made moves for and guys that they believe in, that's a significant problem. Because 
what change is going to come? If they lose 103 games and then go through an offseason where they don't do much, they're just going to ride it out, get a bench bat, bring in a new backup catcher, get a little Cal Quantrill trades. Hey, we're chilling. Then you go and lose 100 games again. Your strategy is broken. Your evaluation is broken. Your development is broken. Things aren't working. And it's not going to be the players I want to hear from. I, this year, 2024 is the year I want to, that I, I want to hear from the execs. I want Dick Momfort talk. If you're going to be as involved in the baseball operations as you are, get on the podium. Bill Schmidt, get in front of a podium. I want our Rockies beat reporters to follow and ask the tough questions of this team. Why are you making this lineup? Why is Bud Black continuing to be this? Why were there no changes in the pitching staff? I want to know. I want those questions answered this offseason. Why do you believe in a coaching staff that has not produced results? Why do you believe your approach outside or in the front office is effective when other teams are doing more, being more successful, making more moves, and having better results on the field? I, at this point for me, this offseason is way more about the front office and their abilities than it is of this team. Because a repeat of last year is very likely. And what's going to be increasingly more frustrating for me as a Rockies fan is for the Rockies brass to just, uh, yeah, another year, top half of the league in attendance. <laughs> oh, and that Shohei dollars. Thank you. I want to hear more from Rockies front office people this season and off season than I've ever heard from because we deserve to because you just had the worst season in franchise history. Question is, can we count on that? Talk about that coming up in segment number three. This is the Locked on Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked on Podcast Network. You can find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show. And on YouTube, you can check out the Locked on Sports Today streaming 24-7, all of your favorite personalities, bringing you round-the-clock sports coverage from your favorite teams. And uh, go so go check it out, Locked on Sports Today. And uh, appreciate you for tuning in, making us your first listen of the day here on Locked on Rockies. Uh, a couple more stats for you here that I wanted to to highlight on my little rant there. And, and I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry I might be rehashing some things for people, but th- that's where I'm at. And maybe, folks, you can let me know on on X, let me know in the comments. Are you are you more worried about the the roster, the players on the roster, or the people creating that roster? Because I think the roster itself has enough interesting things that will be entertaining, but it's the people creating the roster that I am the most frustrated with, that I have the most issues with, and I think that has the least amount of accountability towards them. This is a team that has rewarded people for for poor performance. This is a team that has extended people for poor performance. I I, I really don't understand how this team looks at the state of its pitching staff since the playoffs and say, this is the right direction. 
this is where we're supposed to be because injuries are going to pop up. Every team can use injuries. You didn't build starting pitching depth. You didn't build around it. You didn't make sure that your team was ready to go and handle injury depth. Those are the things that, that get in the way. But uh, anyway, a couple, couple of stats here. Uh, codify here. 2023 team OPS plus. The Rockies are in last place, tied with the White Sox last year. Uh, the only team that is also in the 80s for team OPS were the Tigers. The lowest other teams were 91 Royals, Yankees, and Athletics. Most other teams uh, are sitting at 98 plus. Um, massive problem. Massive problem for a team with an offensive identity. Fangraphs has the Rockies projected as the worst team in baseball next year. The worst team in baseball. So, so what's going to change? If they lose again, if they lose 103 games again, what, what, what changes? That's not, I, it's not growth at that point. It's stagnation. It's getting worse at that point. And if the Rockies continue to be a hellscape of a place to play, it's not going to be enjoyable. It's not going to be a, a, a destination to attract people. And again, I just can't sit here and say I'm confident that the people in charge, the brass, the front office, the GMs, the everybody, I am not confident in their in their performance. I am not confident in the ownership of the Colorado Rockies. I am not overly confident in Bill Schmidt. I think Bill Schmidt gets some credit for making those moves at the deadline, but like how much how much credit and how many things can we sit there and really say for Bill Schmidt when it's like if you didn't make those trades, if you didn't shed those veteran contracts at the deadline, that would have been a massive problem. It would have been a huge issue for the Rockies. So as much as I want to sit, as, 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 as much as I sit and I applaud and I'm excited by the fact that the, the Rockies were active sellers at the deadline, what have you done for me lately? What are you going to do for me lately? Why does why is a large crop of free agent pitchers never, never even slightly linked to the Colorado Rockies? I know why. But it money talks. If you want to impress me as an organization, right now especially, you have to do something Chris Bryant level, but for a pitcher. Maybe not that much money in many years, but you need to go out and be able to take one of the biggest names in the in the free agent pool and convince them to be a Rocky. And it might not pay out, but you have to at least make it an enticing place to play. And you yourself have to be an enticing enough organization for a team to want to come and play for. I don't think Chris Bryant regrets his decision to come kick his feet up and retire as a Colorado Rocky. Not at all. But how do you make it so we get the players that want to change the identity of the Rockies? And how do we convince them to come here? Because right now, as these projections continue to come in and, and as nothing much has changed about this Rockies roster, 
What are people going to be thinking about the Rockies after next year? After two years of 100 losses in a row? Mind you, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks had the one year season of 100 losses. Then they bounced back a little bit, and then they were in the World Series. And yes, we have to do those comparisons. Because those are two teams that were some of the worst teams in baseball, and they figured it out. And it involved change in the organization. It involved change in the philosophy of the organization. And right now, I we can't disagree with the projections laid out for the Colorado Rockies. And it's a bummer. Because it's making... Uh, taking taking the, the 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 tough slog of last year and it's extending it and it's overshadowing the things that I am excited about by for the Rockies but man it's just when you see these reports and when you see the early things and it's always when, there's only so many times you can see the Rockies ranked last next to last bottom five until you you really start questioning the people who are putting this team together and the people that have been running this team have been granted numerous opportunities to prove themselves. And 2024 is going to be one of those biggest prove it moments yet. Because on the flip side of everything and all the negativity, if this team impresses in a tough year of 2024, a year where their schedule is very hard, that will bring a really big sense of excitement. But then the question will come up, can this team build around it? Can this team build around its momentum if it starts building some? That's yet to be seen. Folks, don't forget, we are crossing over with Locked On uh, MLB Prospects. So if you got questions about the farm system, if you got questions about specific prospects, let me know at LO Rockies on Twitter slash X, whatever you're calling it. Or let me know in the comments here on our videos if uh, and you want to uh, hopefully we'll get them answered. We'd love to dive in, talk Rockies prospects with you. That's coming up later this week. We're going to be recording, I think, tomorrow. So make sure you get your questions in sooner rather than later. But, folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much. So I'm, 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 I'll try to bring some more positive energy, but I'm sorry. I, I really can't shake my cloud of doubt about the Rockies front office right now. But uh, we'll be talking about it right here on Locked on Rockies uh, each and every day. And, uh, folks, you can find us on the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel where your subscription is the easiest way to help the show grow. Find us on your favorite streaming services. And for your second listen of the day, Locked on MLB's got you covered or Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs. All that Colorado sports action covered for you right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked On Rockies podcast.